You're listening to the Analysis Mason podcast with Tom Rubeck, and I'm here with Eulalia Marin. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about eSIM and the consumer market. Now, the first phones with eSIM were available back in 2017, and more recently, Apple has added it to its uh, to its iPhone. So eSIMs may have been available for a number of years, but Eulalia, where are we with the adoption of these eSIMs? Thank you, Tom. Uh, well, eSIM adoption in the consumer segment is a very interesting topic, as you just mentioned. Um, it's not new. Um, eSIM has been around for quite a while, but it's now when we're starting to hear more developments and initiatives from operators in the consumer segment. Um, the number of consumer devices and operators that support the technology has increased significantly over the last few years, um, making the technology available in more than 119 countries, I think, worldwide. But consumer awareness and adoption of eSIM technology uh, remains relatively low. Um, so we know from um, data um, gathered uh, in a recent survey we conducted um, that in countries like the US, for instance, is less than 50% of the uh, respondents uh, that um, have heard and had a reasonable understanding of what ISIM is useful. This, um, it's mainly linked to uh, operators' um, low efforts so far in promoting the technology. And this is something that, you know, um, it's, um, it's changing. So it's available in an increasing number of handsets, but mostly consumers aren't aware of it, less, less than 50%, um, and operators aren't really pushing it. So, so why have operators been so reluctant to promote this technology? Reluctant to promote the eSIM technology over fields of increased and lower service revenue mainly. So if we think about eSIM, it just lowers the entry barriers um, of for new digital um, players. So that means... Um, more competition for them. Users can switch service provider more easily. Uh, we are not. We don't have to manipulate a physical SIM card, and you can request um, and activate an eSIM uh, very quickly. So there's a risk of increased churn, um, and also uh, revenue loss, as I said before, because. Um, just think about when we travel, right? Just uh, it's easier for us and cheaper uh, to subscribe to a local uh, service provider instead of paying roaming charges. And there's also another risk. Um, operators are, and this is something that we can discuss a bit um, further, but um, eSIM enables the digitalization of the um, consumer serve, um, journey. So this means that if this relationship with this process is um, is developed in a smooth way, um, it can increase um, customer satisfaction. But if it's not, um, it can also uh, put at risk um, consumer um, adoption. Yeah. So if, it, if it's done well, everybody's happy with it, it makes the whole process easier. Um, you'd, you'd expect that to lead to more satisfaction. But if it's done badly and it's difficult and it's hard to manage, then it's going to have the reverse effect. Um, yes, that's fine. I, I guess I understand most of those reasons for the larger operators, particularly the well-entrenched big operators with the large market share. Um, but what about for the smaller operators who have less to lose? What, why do they not promote it more aggressively? Is it just because they also aren't really, that they haven't nailed down that, that consumer journey, they haven't made it smooth yet for, for, for customers to sign up and manage their eSIMs? Well, we have a few cases, uh, successful cases of um, small um, operators, MVNOs, and and sub brands that are um, adopting ISIM in a more aggressive way. But mm. definitely, this is uh, these are operators that are targeting um, subscribers and consumers that are 
digitally aware and definitely operators have to do a bigger effort to um, to do that, educating consumers on how to use the same. Um, and I guess that that's one of the main barriers as well for smaller operators. Yeah, certainly from my experience recently using an eSIM while I was traveling on holiday, it, it wasn't that easy to sign up to the service. It was fine when it was working, but it wasn't that easy to sign up to the service. And then even going through the submenus on the, on the iPhone, so you could actually configure the eSIM and work out which you're going to use for data, which you're going to use for your voice calls. It, it, it really wasn't straightforward. It wasn't that easy. Yes, that's one um, of the phrases we were discussing earlier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it feels longer term that eSIM is inevitable that we'll move away from this uh, physical plastic SIM that we have to, uh, that has to be, there's all logistics involved, it has to be shipped to the customer, it has to be installed and so on. It feels like longer term, the eSIM is inevitable. Um, so if that's right, it is inevitable. How should operators, how can operators take advantage of it? Operators in many ways. There are lots of opportunities and as you said, it's inevitable. So it's better to embrace it and, and to see, you know, uh, how can you do the best of it. So one of the um, one of the advantages is that or advantages or, or positives, and it's just eSIM enables the digitalization of the customer generator. This is something we, we already mentioned. But um, so helping um, operators to speed up and simplify uh, customer acquisition and onboarding processes can can be very good for operators. So eSIM um, we know that eSIM plays a pivotal role in the digitalization of the uh, customer journey. It eliminates the need for a physical card um, and encourages the use of digital channels, which is something that operators are pursuing, um, have been pursuing for, for quite a long time. Um, an increased use of digital service channels can potentially lead to higher customer satisfaction levels. So data from our most recent um, customer survey reveals that there's a strong correlation in most countries between customer satisfaction and self-care, the use of self-care app and uh, net promoter score. So um, also from data from our recent survey, this survey, um, we know that the use of self-care apps have been increasing um, over the last um, years. We know that around 12% of um, users prefer the use of a self-care app for um, acquiring new services and, and products from the operator. So you know, operators have to push uh, and work a bit, um, do more efforts in this area just to um, to uh, leverage ISIM and um, provide a smoother um, um, yeah, process. Okay. Journey. But, I mean, I guess it, overall it feels like something that operators will um, move into gradually. They'll push it, but but they're not going to go too aggressively. As you said, there are lots of risks involved with it, and if if they get it wrong and they mess up the the, the customer experience, that's going to cause more harm than than the potential benefits of uh, of, of the eSIM. Um, so finally, uh, this is obviously based on an article you've written. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. But there's a few other reports that you've written or you've got coming out. So so, so what else is uh, available to subscribers? In the next weeks, we are going to publish a report uh, focusing on um, SIM uh, risks and opportunities for operators in the consumer segment. And we're also preparing another one on focusing on um, multi-device service uh, propositions from operators and how are they leveraging the SIM. Okay, we so might that, publish looking... a bit more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that that report is looking at how operators are selling plans associated with the main contract for things like like smartwatches where you may pay an extra there's an eSIM and a smartwatch and you may pay a, a bit extra to bundle that in with your main contract 
Yes, that's right. We are seeing more and more initiatives from operators in this area. So uh, we think it's worth exploring what's going on and how operators are positioning the ISIM. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that, Eulalia. If you'd like to if you'd like to automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to the Analysis Mason podcast. We also welcome your comments, feedback and reviews. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.